Aniki Henshin Podcast Maho Aniki Henshin Podcast Maho Aniki Henshin Podcast Maho Aniki Henshin Podcast What's going on guys? Welcome to the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast Episode 53 Woo. Yeah, we're down one boy today But Juan's here He'll man the fort And we picked up a navigator along the way His name is Gabriel The Gabe Gabrino What's up? Yeah Oh my god, I forgot about the game. All the things I did you guys created when I wasn't even here <laughs> Well, now you're here, Gabe. Now you can defend yourself to uh, uh, nobody. Mike's not even here to say shit about me. Yeah. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's here in spirit. But being the maybe anime experts in all of the universe, the galaxy, in uh, time, you can say, Whoa. we're going to be reviewing a show called Outlaw Star. You might have heard of it. Uh, if you're Actually, if you're younger, I don't even know if you've heard of it at all. Because it's one of those things that's just kind of uh, not brought up as much as other stuff. Yeah. Like, you you always hear people talking about Ava and Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those shows that was coming out around the same time that just that's just a little a little bit lost. It's so pretty popular. But maybe not as much as it should be. Yeah. And even when it was in... What, did it, it came out in Toonami, right? Because I remember... Yeah, yeah. It came out on the original yeah. Toonami when it was in like the afternoon. Yeah, 2001, I think. Yeah, and even then, when, when I was watching some of Toonami, I don't remember the show. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And I'm they had all... clips from the show and like in all the bumpers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember the cuts because I remember like some of the, the quotes that they were saying, but I I don't you remember watching there. the show. Yeah. Damn. And I have I have some bumpers that were saved on uh, on here. And I was gonna share them, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put them in the description probably, because I was like, man, this brings back memories, and mm-hmm. boy, does Toonami make pretty good AMVs. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that you don't that you haven't watched this, but then again, I don't think any of my other friends have watched it either, other than uh, Gabe. Just me. Yeah, I think <laughs> the big old weeb I was. Because <laughs> <laughs> like um, going through high school, like nobody would talk about it, and the one time uh, Hector. One of our friends or acquaintances, I guess, did a Gene Harwin cosplay. Uh, <laughs> Gene Harwin. Gene <laughs> Starwin cosplay. Mm. And I just had to tell him, dude, I, I've never seen anybody even mention Outlaw Star. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm super into it. Never again has anybody talked to me about Outlaw Star. <laughs> <laughs> and when was that? That was like in the early 2000s, right? I think I was like six, seventeen, maybe. Oh, they can say six. So I was like, "Damn, no." <laughs> I mean, I watched this when it came out. I think I was like twelve, but hmm. um, didn't actually like. I had fond memories of it, and uh, didn't go out of my way to like watch it again because I was like, "Why would I want to rewatch it? It's great." <laughs> and it wasn't until I started working in Austin. Uh, I was working at a gas station, and one time, like, they brought down this guy from another gas station just to fill up a shift. And it turns out he was a massive fucking weeb also, uh, except uh, like he kept it hidden. And I brought it out of him by saying, I watch anime. And he was like, no way. <laughs> they just vomited all over you. <laughs> yeah, he vomited his knowledge on me. And he was like, I have I have the uh, the complete set of Outlaw Star. You want to borrow it? And he also let me borrow a Trigun. Mm. So then I watched Trigun. Uh, I didn't get to finish it because I was like, I was super excited watching Outlaw Star because I had more, like, I had a lot more nostalgia for it than Trigon. Yeah. Then I watched it, and then I was like, oh no, my nostalgia. <laughs> so then, you know, dropped it again, and didn't remember a lot about it because I remember finishing it, but I was drinking at the time with RJ because uh, we got to a point where we were just kind of bored and we we're like, well. Let's get through this with alcohol. And so we did. And uh, then this came about. And Gabe was like, let's watch Outlaw Star. And I was like, oh, boy. That show is okay. (laughs) And boy, is this show an anime. (laughs) So it went from only having fun memories of it to just just being like, meh. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) And we'll get more into it later. Yeah. But Gabe, (laughs) had you ever tried rewatching it again? Yeah, this must be like the fourth, fifth time I've rewatched it. Damn, girl. Where the yeah. knowledge at? Because <laughs> when I was living in uh, Austin, 
just going to school, I get really bored because we didn't have cable or anything. So I was just watching anime like all day, every day when I wasn't doing homework. So I just rewatch old shows. I'd be like, oh yeah, I like that show. And I'd show my roommates and stuff. And they'd be like, oh yeah, this is cool. And then watch like one episode and never watch it again with me. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect experience. <laughs> yeah, I guess like for this show, that is the perfect experience because it's very episodic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and so like the very end where they just like throw everything at you, and they're like, "Look at these story threads," and you're like, "Where did those story threads come from?" And they're like, "From nowhere." <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just watch. Yeah, just watch it. But yeah, we're what like a week late, so uh, I threw up that little filler for you guys in the meantime because mm-hmm. you know people like fillers. It's, it's proven science. That's why there's so many. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, it's not because the people who make them just got lazy. Yeah, that you see that I didn't do that. I didn't do that, Gabe. I put the utmost uh, wanted Mike and Frankie to create content into it. Budget cuts. Budget cuts. But yeah, I threw that up. Now we're just a little bit late because uh, some of us have been doing some stuff. Some of us have been moving. Some mm-hmm. of us have been uh, practicing to play uh, to headline a show in their second show for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that happened. You want to talk about it? Not really. I mean, I, we, <laughs> my my band headlined the show. My band, Unrestrained Misanthrope, available on all music streaming platforms as far as I know. Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, Google Play, YouTube. If you really want to use that, go check it out. Check it out, Unrestrained Misanthrope, on wherever you listen to music. And, uh... It was unwarranted, and we didn't think it was going to happen, but the guy that was putting on the show was like, hey, uh, I want to put on the show. Do you guys want a headline? And where I was like, I think you should headline because you've been doing this for longer. And he was like, well, I'll talk to the guys about it, but I kind of wanted to showcase you. And then I was like, well, fuck. Who am I to say no? <laughs> <laughs> and then this this man over here, this Gabriel, he got a new apartment. I did. Yeah. He's been breaking his back every day, going up and down those stairs. Man, those couches. I I don't want couches anymore. I'm just going (laughs) to stay in this apartment when I have to leave. I'm not taking them downstairs. Yeah, moving is a bitch, especially if you have couches. Oh, yeah. And also another person that was moving was Mark, who uh, also, like, he wasn't. We were originally just going to do the show as a three-piece until we found out that we are going to headline. And then Mark was like, well, now I have to go. And it just happened to be the same day that he's moving all his stuff into his house. So he finished moving, and mm-hmm. then around 4 o'clock, he drove from Austin to Del Rio and made the four-hour drive. And then earlier today, he just drove back. Damn. Yeah. He's I, a homeowner. Yeah, this show. And this this show on Cowboy Bebop came out in Japan the same year. One came out in the spring and the other one in the summer. But I don't remember if Cowboy Bebop was on during like the early, the conception of Toonami or not mm-hmm. i don't know i don't remember and, bebop now when you say early conception is are you talking about like when they had that guy from space ghost it was that de- it was definitely original tom but like it wasn't like so early like it was moltar or anything oh <laughs> uh, yeah i i didn't have cable when moltar was on well let's get into the series this show this uh 1998 uh what'd you call it just sci-fi action show Mm, sci-fi space opera eh, yeah space makes it space sound a comedy? bit more grandiose than than what uh, it is yeah you're right i like to call it the marvelous misadventures of uh outlaws in space or <laughs> the melodramatic misadventures of outlaws in space yeah yeah we'll go with that yeah let's go with that and if you've never seen the show i don't know if i would recommend watching the show but if you want something to put on in the background that looks cool boy does this show look cool and boy, can you put it on in the background. Yeah, you sure can. <laughs> so I tried watching it in Japanese first because I was like, well, I already know how the English sounds. I already know I'm going to like it. And then like after like the third sentence, I think they said like a very unenthusiastic and fake sounding woohoo. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, this fucking sucks. And I mean, it was fine. I Like I kept watching it and it was fine. But I just didn't like the script at all. Hmm. Like I, I liked everything except for what they said, 
and so the dialogue i mean the dialogue and the overall story and then mm. i started switching it to english because i was like whoa maybe it's just the 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 subtitles that are you know the subtitle translations are wrong or like they're not that great then i switched it to english and they were saying the exact same thing they were they were basically just repeating the the subtitles mm. yeah it was really corny like oh like almost like 90 percent of the time yeah and it was <laughs> i didn't like gene like i i like I like everything about him except his personality and how he says things. Yeah. That's literally everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? I I liked it in English because it was uh, what I was thinking. Like in the first few episodes, I was like, "This this is pretty charming." You know, I yeah. I enjoy this. Yeah. Charming. <laughs> charming, and I guess that's how you could say it. Oh, also, I always forget to say this, but we usually save the uh, the spoilery bits after the break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when. I wanted to know like who wrote the script because I I liked everything else about this show except for that. And I read some of the manga and it's also not that great. I know that the that the manga that the mangaka also didn't write the script, so I had to go look and see what like what happened and who did it. And I found the guy and I don't know and he's done some stuff but it's nothing that I've heard of. And uh some, like the director also or yeah, the original mangaka also wrote like one episode and the director wrote like two but the bulk of it was like this one guy. But when I was looking all that stuff up, uh, I wanted to see like who created it. And then, you know, the mangaka's name came up. But underneath it, there was this thing. There was this guy called Hajima Yatate. And I was like, huh, I wonder who that is. And then I clicked on it. And I went to his uh, like credits page. And it said that he was like he created Armor Trooper Votoms, The Big O, Code Geese, Scryd. Love Live, Mobile Suit Gundam, and I was like, whoa, 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 who the fuck is this guy? Why have I never heard of him? He's so, <laughs> he's such a fucking big shit. And uh, it turns out it's just like a a pseudonym for mm. like the collective of Studio Sunrise. And I I just got thrown to a loop because I was like, I I started doing all this research and nothing came up about mm-hmm. him until I finally just said, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna type his name into a, a search engine. And click on the wiki, and then like this little tiny page that was that came up, and it was like it's a pseudonym for this, this, <laughs> and this for Sunrise, mm. and I just wasted like half a day. Um, so it's like these random people they just fall under the the same pseudonym. Yeah, it's just a collective of people that like pitched ideas for the stuff, and mm. and it's, they just put it under the creator for some reason. Like it's an official credit, mm-hmm. and it it's a guy's like it's a somebody's name. But it's not a person. It's just a bunch of people. Collaborate. But I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> um, but I also tried, like, I wanted to know everything about this show because, like, the world around it was great and I loved it. So I went back to this, to look at the mangas that he made back in the, I think, in, like, 1988 or whatever. The, the first one that he made was a future retro hero story or something like that. Yeah. And I tried reading it and it was... <laughs> It's not it's not that great. It's very it's like the worst parts of Outlaw Star <laughs> in that it's it just like jumps from one thing to another and it manufactures all this drama for no reason. And then the main character is also a redheaded hothead who just uh yells at everything and it's not that great. Mm. And I wanted to keep reading it cuz it looked like it set up the background for Outlaw Star because it had to do with a lot of magic. Yeah. And how this kid's grandfather got killed in space i think and he left a mystery for his family to solve and when they solve the mystery they'd be able to blah 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 and then the kid <laughs> solves the mystery and it was a spaceship and they go into space and Ooh. i stopped reading after that because <laughs> i couldn't do it and then outlaw star happens then outlaw star happens and i also tried reading the manga of outlaw star and boy is it a little bit different Malfina's sex robot hilda's wearing a dress and uh Asia Clan Clan and uh, Suzuka, they already knew each other beforehand and they just show what? up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit different. <laughs> uh, they only made like three volumes of it, but I can't find anything past like the fifth chapter. So I only got that far. So the anime is more, I guess, widely known than the mangas. Yeah. I didn't know the manga existed. I thought <laughs> this was like an original work until I started reading up on it. And then the director for this. Mitsudo Hongo also did Crayon Shinchan and IGPX. 
then there was some other stuff this guy did, but I didn't bother writing it down because I was like, well, Mike's going to be here. He loves IGPX. He <laughs> can talk about IGPX and see it, tell me <laughs> tell me how it is. But he's not here. And this music, I've, I'd forgotten. I mean, I always liked the intro, but I had forgotten about the outro. And the first outro, I kind of liked, and I was like, ah, this mm-hmm. sounds familiar. I really like it. But then the second one, I fucking love it. It's amazing. Yeah. It gives me the sense of comfort and yeah. like a f- I have like a familiarity with it. And I thought it was because like I watched the show after like a, a tragic event in my life. But it turns out that couldn't be because that happened like two years after the show had already been taken off the air, at least in adults in uh, Toonami. So mm-hmm. now I don't know why. Like I feel so comforted listening to it. And then like whenever the little... Yeah, EO part comes out at the very end and echoes. I'm just, I'm in bliss one. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the outro, I, I like the, the paintings or the drawings that, that the little they illustrations, had. right? Yeah. The illustrations were, which is monochromatic is, it's just only one color. It's like a girl portrait in space or in fantasy. I forgot those were there. Art. Yeah. And, I like those. I I like those those drawings. It reminds me of this uh, one artist that I that I saw on a book in in the library. Um, it was a book about like I guess anime styles or anime uh, artwork. How to draw anime? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that. It was like different uh, artists and like the the different um, methods that they use. Like one did Photoshop, so her thing was Photoshop. Um, uh, one was a guy that used uh, Copic markers, so he kind of gave you like a breakdown of how he uh, colored or, or painted with Copic markers. And then there was one artist that had that same style as the outro, mm-hmm. where he used uh, color pencils. And when I saw that the outro and I saw the illustrations, I was like, oh shit, maybe it's the same guy. Um, but I keep forgetting to to research and see who it was. And now you'll never know. I'll never know because I'm going to forget. <laughs> so you're fresh and new, Juan. What's your first impression of the, like, what, the first couple of episodes <laughs> or something? I already said it, it was charming. It, is, it was? Was it? <laughs> well, well, the thing is, uh, when I was watching it, um, uh, it was like a week that, that we were going to do it. Or when, you know, when it was going to be originally, we were going to record it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit, I need to watch these. So I told myself I was going to watch a few episodes every night, but I would have to like skip like every other episode or, or every two episodes or three episodes. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like I lost my place or anything. I didn't know what was going on. I just uh, maybe lost a few like major points, but it wasn't like I, I was completely out of it for the rest of the episodes. But but then eventually I started like watching each episode. Like afterwards, like on episode nine, I started watching like each one. Oh no, you started watching during the worst time. Yeah, when, when nothing was happening. <laughs> yeah, but I I enjoyed it. I liked the world building that they had, like especially in the beginning and the uh, before the intro kicked in. They had like a world building event, like what was part of that world, the history of the world, and I thought that was pretty interesting. Man, they do so much work in it show to build up all this shit, and they never yeah. touch anything. Yeah. They just, they just tell you about it, and they're like, here's all of this information, and I'm going <laughs> to tell it to you in this voice that sounds like Jet from Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> but, uh, and they name all the planets the same thing. So does Heifong, one, two, three, four, five. And six. Yeah. <laughs> hey, making, making planets is hard, Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> Naming planets is hard. Oh, but towards the end, we just named all those random-ass ships. That was fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Let's get into the spoilers, because, uh, you know. I don't think there's much to say about the show other than it looks cool. And if mm-hmm. you want something that looks cool and you don't have to pay attention to, you should maybe watch the mm-hmm. show. Otherwise, they're on a projector, make a music video out of it. Yeah. There's there's Mark's new music new video. Music video. Right I mean, like I said in the last in the last uh, episode, if I had that imaginary that imaginary store, that imaginary specialty store that sold like comics and video games and manga and shit, I'd have this on on the TVs in the background on mute with like music playing over it and people would look at it and they'd be like, whoa, that's super cool, man. What is that? And I'd, I'd tell them the same thing. 
I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> it's a show. You should watch it if you if you like it. But maybe not, because you know, <laughs> maybe not. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> well, let's get into this thing. I completely forgot that Hilda was a character. Uh, what? I can like having watched it twice, mm-hmm. like once when I was twelve or whatever, and the other time when I was like twenty-two. And Gabriel yeah. told me about Outlaw Star. I was like, "Oh yeah, all of those characters." And then I started watching it, and I was like, "Well, who's this Hilda? Oh yeah, she existed." <laughs> and uh, I, I just. Like she just completely skipped my mind. Yeah. When she appeared, like once I realized, oh yeah, I know who Hilda is. She's a very important character, and then uh, <laughs> I kept watching it, and she's not a very important character. And- yeah, that's that's the thing. Um, when I skipped episodes, I was like, where is she? Where did she go? <laughs> oh, she's dead. <laughs> she- she's in a sun. <laughs> she's in a sun. <laughs> she she bit a, a cyanide blow up capsule. And she I mean, she's not there for long, but she is really important. She's the reason Jean leaves the planet. She, yeah. she is the, uh, she is a little kick that that gets him into space. But, yeah. Uh, Stop being a bitch, Jean. Get in the machine. <laughs> Get in the robot, Jean. <laughs> and then, the second that I that like, I didn't really care. Like the the first few episodes, I was fine with like everybody yelling at you know at each other because they know each other. It's whatever. But then Gene mm-hmm. gets to the gets to the planet with the little ball guy, and then Hilda and him start talking about you know they start having a conversation between them, and then Gene butts in and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you talking about? You guys aren't making any sense. This guy and this guy and this guy and and it's it just seems so he there's no reason for him to ask what's going on. It's just a very instead of instead of having the audience infer what's going on by mm-hmm. like you know, with storytelling or whatever, they mm-hmm. they have Gene just be the they have Gene be the audience and they just take the easy way out of just being like, Well, explain mm. this to me because you guys are fucking stupid. I don't know <laughs> what's going on and I don't know what you're saying. And yeah. then I'm glad I, I skipped that. <laughs> it was it was, was it a give or take? Eh, I I I would I'd give it I'd give it back. I feel like throughout the show, his personality stays the same. So, I mean, you know, it's, hey, he keeps being fucking stupid and, and angry for no reason. So, yeah, and horny, and horny. Most random times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even at the very end, where he's apparently, like, so, for some reason, he's in love with Melfina. And then at the very end, he's still grabbing that chick's ass from the from the bar. Oh, yeah, Iris. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Hilda was voiced by your girl, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn. Yeah. But uh, she's not credited. She's using her pseudonym in here. I-, I don't know if it's her pseudonym or not. Are you telling me she was doing work not in the... What's that What's that thing where people band together to get good pay and benefits and shit? Union? Yeah, she's doing work not in the union. Maybe. I don't know. Um, she used uh, Melissa Williamson here. And she used this pseudonym in uh, Silent Hill when she first came out in Silent Hill. In Silent Hill 3, she did the music. Well, not the music, but she's saying uh, some of the music, which is crazy because I'm like, there's literally a YouTube video of uh, someone singing that song from Silent Hill 3, uh-huh. and she uses the name Melissa Williamson as well. Huh. So is she, is she trying to, are you, are you trying to insinuate that she's trying to take the credit for it? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's, it's like you were saying, maybe it's like a pseudonym that's used by a studio or something, mm. or maybe it's, it's used by many people. Mm. I'm not sure. Who can say? Yeah. And I feel like Wendy Lee did a pretty good job with the ADR in the English. Um, the Japanese was fine also. But like I said in the first episode, the second I heard that like shitty woohoo, <laughs> <laughs> like it had no, it had no feeling behind it. It seemed so disingenuous. <laughs> I, I had to switch it to English and just compare it just to see like, okay, is there at least some emotion in this or is it just going <laughs> to keep being shitty? Yay! 
And there was a bit more emotion in English. I mean, everything, like I've been saying, everything about the show is good except for the script. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hated Aisha's voice. What? But she's I mean, a part I of mean, the Kataro Katar. <laughs> I know. The, the voice acting is... I liked it. I like the voice acting because those type of characters you don't hear as anymore. Or I don't know if it's because I don't watch a lot of dubs any, uh, nowadays. But um, I just hated her voice. Her voice was annoying. I could see it. I mean, it does get annoying, but I love it because it's uh, <laughs> it's reminiscent of stupid fucking voices of those days. And I yeah, like it. I mean, yeah. And when I was watching this, I was like, oh, these are voices that we used to hear back in the day. These are um, the goofy animated voices. These these character voices. Nowadays, it's just that that everyone just talks quietly and yeah. emotionlessly. Yeah, nowadays it, that's what it is. It's just uh, either you get the angry, good-looking guy, or the nice, good-looking guy, or um, macho man. You know, you you get those voices. Randy Savage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, like nowadays it's not varied. But then you know we watch animes like these, which are a little bit older. And each voice has its own, like, this. Uh, each person has its own distinctive voice. Yeah. And I mean... Even, the like, the minor, minor characters. Like, it, you could say that it's a result of everybody wanting everything to come out sooner. Um, so they don't have as much time to, like, look for or cast uh, as well as they probably could have. But at the same time, mm-hmm. there are some pretty shitty fucking dubs coming out when they had plenty of time. True. Back in these days. But I also don't really watch a lot of dubs now i think and yeah. the ones that i have oh I boy <laughs> <laughs> oh boy do, do i not want to watch those <laughs> i just keep watching the spanish ones yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> the spanish fan dubs those fan dubs are they're pretty good some of them are pretty good don't don't knock on them <laughs> all right i'll judge them from afar <laughs> and well I didn't know that, so ever since I was young, like even when I watched it the second time, I thought that Asia Clan Clan was calling herself like Kataro Kataro. I didn't know it was Kataro Kataro, like with an A-R-L at the end, until I was watching it dub, uh, subbed in the Japanese, and I was like, whoa, it's so much more distinct in Japanese. You could hear you could hear them say Kataro Kataro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't have an L. I know, that's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Like because I watched it in English, I always thought it was Kataro Kataro. Mm. No, there's some comments that I left in this one thing that'll make me sound stupid because I wrote them out <laughs> as Kataro Kataro. Well, we won't talk about that. You really just talked. We won't talk about the comments that I made <laughs> about about La Morenita Asia Clan Clan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this, so I like I I like this anime good enough until they finish with the space race and then right after that i feel like it just took a deep dark sinking turn to where i didn't want to keep watching it because i mean i i could i get that a lot of people like seeing uh episodic stuff and mm-hmm. like them not not really they don't really advance the story they just show you like how the lives are in the world that they live and, you know that's yeah. cool but i don't want to watch that not yeah, right and then now. it takes another turn afterwards. Yeah, then like right at, right after the right after the space race, I feel like there wasn't any important episodes until they meet the McDougals, mm-hmm. and then they introduce the seven uh, pirate on ten seven. Yeah, the on ten seven, which they don't really do anything with until. Do oh they God. even show? Do they even show all ten? Because I know a few of them do come out, but like. Do, yeah, they show all seven of them. Yeah. Do that? Okay. Then that, you know, that one guy has, like, does something, but then the other six. They show, like, five of them right at the very end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of them showed up in the Hot Springs episode. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. And then he just melts. Getting <laughs> <laughs> it to do anything. No. I mean, <laughs> he provided comic relief. He did. <laughs> I, the guy that was like all wrapped up, uh, the the guy looks like Voldo. Yeah. They, I like that they were like, his, his abilities are shrouded in mystery. So when his fight starts, he just cut away. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the episode that, after the race, the episode that kind of got me was uh, 
when Jim like found a girl. Yeah, and it turns that was out the like girl's episode like, twenty. Yeah, and then he kills a girl unknowingly. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's 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 sad. I mean, when uh, yeah, shit's fucking dark. Yeah. yeah, when I first watched the show, I like that was that episode's one of the reasons why I had like such a fondness for it mm. because you know you're 12 years old, you watch this thing, and you don't you don't you never see consequences to the actions that somebody takes, especially when those consequences involve um, somebody that you know and you kind of like. So then seeing that happen, it, it like stuck with me for a long time. Then I saw it now, and I was like, this this was kind of shittily done, but. <laughs> But it's still, it's still better than most of the other episodes. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it just felt so quick paced when yeah. like they they spent no time where it should matter, and they spent a shitload of time where nothing matters. Like where like when they're spa- like when they're fixing the spaceship, they just spend a bunch of time there doing nothing. And just seeing, like, showing you the ship being repaired or whatever. But then mm-hmm. when they should be creating this relationship between Gene and the girl, they just, like, spend, like, what, two minutes maybe? And then Jim's like, yeah. I like you. But then he, if they did that, we would have never gotten a hypno cactus. <laughs> <laughs> that, that hypno cactus episode reminds me of that one episode of Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of the choices they make are like Cowboy Bebop esque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop's a good show. <laughs> <laughs> I want this show to be better. Because in my mind, it was better until I watched it again. Uh, I like it more than you like it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it does have a lot of flaws with it. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, it does have its flaws. I was going to say it's pretty outdated, but it's not that it's outdated. It's just that, yeah, Cowboy Bebop does a better better storytelling than this does yeah yeah I mean, mostly because it has storytelling <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the like the two like one of the two good episodes in the show like some of the some of the episodes in the beginning were were fine some of them were good mm-hmm. but after the space race or whatever i feel like the the two good episodes were probably or the one good episode was probably that episode 20 and that episode was written by the director himself because mm-hmm. I'm guessing he was like, if we, we got to have something happen. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, the race, I thought it would be bigger. I thought there would have been more consequence, but no, nah, they just moved on with their lives. And I liked it. Uh, I thought it was a cute little adventure. Yeah. But also like McAdougal. They also seem like they would be a bigger deal than they were. Because they were just kind of like, uh, we're the bad guys, and we're yeah. here to lose to you. It's like, did you kill my dad? He's like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I- I've killed a lot of people, kid. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, after they introduce uh, his uh, Harry's brother, I don't even, who's, what's the other guy's name? Ron. Who's Harry's brother? Ron. I never, I'd never remember. Once I introduced Ron, uh, I felt like he would do a lot more than just die at the very end with one shot like i thought well he didn't die he got shot into the shadow realm or whatever is at the very bottom of the thing and then his brother brought him back yeah yeah and he became he became ofina and harry became the fucking ship and then and then they go on and say again we'll show them what happens when you mess with the mcdougals yeah and i just thought well nothing happened when they mess with you the first time (laughs) (laughs) yeah there there was i don't know i just felt like there were no consequences whatsoever and i i like hilda dying i feel like that was that was a consequence but after that it was mostly like kind of like Gene is a god. And I mean, he literally can, is know, a god. He is literally is a god now. Yeah. I don't like his haircut. Okay. You mean at the very end? At the very end. Fuck Dude, no. he reminds me of eyebrows from F- FLCM. <laughs> <laughs> at the very end. I was like, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> I, like, since I think Juan and I are sharing the Funimation account, mm-hmm. um, he had it, he had it paused at the very end. Like, um, and it was, it happened to be paused in like a still image of, of Gina and the haircut and I started playing the episode and I was like what the fuck happened 
And I mean, I mean, I guess he cut his hair to go to jail. <laughs> Just yeah. fuck my shit up. Yeah. <laughs> he was uh, Britney Spears. <laughs> Just went crazy. <laughs> now I I do like the the outfit that he has. Like yeah, that, you mean at the very end also? Yeah. Okay. I mean, both both suits looked fine. His goofy like jacket with shoulder pads, but it, it looked cool. <laughs> yeah, it looked cool. I jacket. mean, maybe maybe like if you cosplay, you'll probably look fucking stupid. But yeah. in the anime, it looks pretty cool. Well, people got like new outfits except for Jim, right? I don't think Aisha got a new outfit because they show up on the ship at the very end. Oh yeah, she's in Aisha. She did the Larry costume. Yeah, for a little bit, and then at the very end, they're like, "We hitched a ride with a spaceship repairman, so we can continue the sequel." <laughs> and sequel that'll never happen. That'll never happen. That was planned to happen, according to that did you know anime thing? Because um, apparently, like a site uncovered some of the information for the sequel and it sounds like it would be f- <laughs> like like they set up the last episode to feel like it'd be a continuation of the mm-hmm. uh, you know of what happened yeah. but apparently there's no Asia there's no Suzuka and Melfina's off to college so she's not she's also <laughs> not going to be there and Jim then there. Jim Jim isn't there cuz he finds a girlfriend yeah <laughs> so it's just it's just fucking Gene by himself and I, th- I think he finds another love interest. They said, mm. but I, I can't. I don't remember. You could watch the video. I'll probably yeah. link it also. And that sounds bad. Yeah, it sounds like they they're going way left field. Yeah, they're just gonna get rid of these established characters and start <laughs> from scratch again. Thank God. The Galactic Ley Line. Yes. Yeah. The big library. The big library. The big library. Boy, that library show was big. Uh, I uh, I think it's cool. I mean, it's fine. So I'm not sure how it works because Melfina was like, it's basically all the knowledge from the old civilization. Also, we're gods now. Yeah, <laughs> we have we have so much knowledge that we can that we can teleport space and time and make this shit pop off the ship that didn't exist before. We can turn all these bad guys into one gigantic amorphous ship thing. You're good. That was pretty cool. Put these sick ass spoilers on a ship. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was expecting it to transform into like some humanoid robot or something. I was disappointed. Then it just turned into a ship with faces. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I liked a lot of the animation in this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I didn't like the fight at the end. Yeah, I mean, I, nothing really happened in the fight. No, I like it happened, but it looked good while it was yeah, happening. It, it did. <laughs> it looked super good. It looked fluid and good while it was happening. And then I like that little, <laughs> like when uh when Gene used that that one caster shell that created that little black hole, mm. and sucked the, the Number fucking, nine. the guy into it, the the main baddie. Oh yeah, I liked the little. Like, I liked that hit. Like it started showing this like super fluid movement of his arms coming out, and it looked like it was gonna be like some crazy thing. And then it just like cuts, and he's out all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was great. He's like, "Whoop, here I am. Here I am. <laughs> you can't get rid of me. I'm strong." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then at the end, there, like Melfina's other self is just like, "Yeah, we're gonna fuck off." Yeah. Bye. You know, I'm you and you're me. You're a and, big uh, family. Yeah. <laughs> Man, those promos. I don't know if you watched that first promo that I that I linked on the uh, yeah on the Discord. It made this show look so fucking good. Yeah, like that... the the dialogue, just Melfina saying, "Who am I?" what am I and what was I created for and like all that shit while the music was going on and then talking about space and all that yeah. fucking crap I was like man this looks so fucking good yeah and uh which I mean that I'm like shit that's pretty cool and which one other which other one did they do that that was like pretty awesome um the Gundam one yeah uh I'll look for that after this cause I need to cause man those promos those little bumps that they did they mm-hmm. put so much work into it and I remember really them being good. good. And just, just seeing this one, 
it's fucking good mm-hmm. and i can't imagine yeah. how good the other ones are the dragon ball one's pretty good they just basically show the entirety of the world's strongest huh oh yeah how'd you guys feel about the music in this i like apart from the from when the it existed <laughs> when it yeah. existed it was good <laughs> but mostly it was silent <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember much about the music. The only one I remember is, of course, episode twenty when they use the, the uh, the harmonica. And that's it, and yeah. they use a the harmonica in some other places. But that's that's all I remember. That's, yeah, their like battle theme was pretty good. I think. Well, I, the, it was pretty memorable for me. Yeah, that did it. Did it. Did it. Yeah. That that one I feel like was good. The like the first song that I heard when he fought the. The guy in the diner that just showed up and he was like, "You killed my friend or my brother or whatever," and I know I'm gonna kill you. It sounded pretty shitty, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was hoping that the rest of the, the music didn't sound as bad as that. And, and I mean, luckily they kept reusing that battle theme, so that's pretty good. <laughs> and, and it's a lot better than, than than that first than that first song that I heard. No, I don't remember any of the songs, but it looks so good, Juan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did like a really good job just designing all the characters and stuff, and all the mechs. Like even though the the grappler arms are really, I think they're really stupid. Yeah, I'm gonna make a spaceship, and now I'm gonna fight you with an axe attached to the spaceship. <laughs> and this one has a gun. Oh yeah, <laughs> they just at the beginning they had a fucking pistol in the grappler arm. I was like, you have machine guns already attached to the ship. <laughs> no, it's not the same, Gabe. It's, that's how he bends the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that, um, so I remember watching the, the episode where they get taken in by the Space Force and seeing the, uh, like the giant dinosaur man. The, the lizard like, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, the lizard man. And the lady with like super pointy hair. And I was like, man, these guys are pretty well designed. They don't look like background bullshit characters. And it turns out they're designed that way for a reason. Because they, they made a a spin-off show called Starlink or Angel Link. Yeah. Which is uh, the name of that thing. Yeah. And, it's, and Fred comes out in that, right? Yeah, I think so. I didn't get to watch any of it because I was busy trying to trying to get good at playing <laughs> music. This Fred uh as a giant homo as he is in his, this one? Uh, I would hope Mas, so. He's not really that big of a He's homo. he's not he's not a raging homo. He's not a raging. I mean, the voice is. Yeah, eh? I don't he's know, pretty man. normal until he sees Gene, then he just fanboys then, out. Yeah, yeah. Like when he sees Malfina, he talks just fine. I don't, I, can't, I don't know why, but <laughs> I like it, I like when they they meet him and they're like, "Oh, my name's Malfina." He's like, "Yeah, nice to meet you," and just like ignores her. <laughs> he's only got eyes for Gene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even the bodyguards tell him. Yeah, you know the master loves you. <laughs> It'd be nice if you loved him back. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Like, yeah, you, you should probably love him back if you know what's good for you. <laughs> I like that they didn't make it at the end. Like, they didn't actually get any money, or like they didn't get anything out of like oh, finding yeah, the Galactic yeah. Line. Made it big. Yeah, uh, but I also feel like not having a sequel. Kind of, I mean, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. It probably wasn't going to be that great. But who knows? Maybe there. It was going to be amazing. It was going to be like the best shit in the world. And then they finally make it big and I could be happy for them. <laughs> but just leaving it like that, I'm kind of like, whoa. I mean, I guess they're there. Just, they're there. Just another guy with a spaceship. It's like all the other guys with spaceships. Yeah. Like the McDougals. <laughs> and uh, the cat girl. And all the other... Uh... McCat girl, the one that's dead. Yeah. The girl. <laughs> she had a spaceship. <laughs> she had a spaceship. Her ship was super cool with the detachable yeah. arms. That if was, only she it. didn't have stupid cats with her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. The cats. And I they thought could... it was pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I mean, how else is a little girl gonna be out in space all by her lonesome if she I'm doesn't have cats with her? <laughs> Apparently, that idea came about from a novel. I forgot what exactly it's called i was just watching it before and it it seemed mm. like some useless information that wouldn't pop up in this conversation but now that you, that you brought up the cats <laughs> oh, yeah, like, oh was, yeah yeah that even in the did you know anime yeah and that thing it, apparently he was he read a he read a novel where human beings have found a way to travel fa- um travel 
faster than light. And in that speed, they find these creatures that they call dragons. And they create a bond with cats for their fast reflexes. And that was the idea for that girl. That's it. That's all. That's that's yeah. almost there. It's such a shame. I, I I still I still love this show mostly because of I grew up with it. But like you see, like so much like potential in the the world. Like there's so much effort yeah. into it, all the designs yeah. and stuff. And they just it just kind of sucks that they they don't spend time using all those resources that they've made, and they just like use generic like baseline cookie cutter formula for every episode. Let's go to let's go to the city and catch this cactus. Also, cockroach. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the the world. Every like the best part about the show is the world, the designs, Asia Clan Clan, and <laughs> Gilliam. Yeah, I like Gilliam. I like his voice. Yeah, I, I like the, and I I know why they went with it because it's like what at that time what was a popular like elegant sounding uh like machine like smart machine voice mm-hmm. that you hear in movies and stuff yeah but hearing it now it's not as common and you're just kind of like ah that's a pretty nice voice man yeah and i don't know it, it just it references back to um god i forgot the, the the robot's name i'm terrible with robot names From the, the car no oh. Oh, that, that guy uh, yeah. monkey monkey stones Da, yeah. da, 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 da. <laughs> no, he got the name of the movie. He didn't know the name of the robot. <laughs> no, that that's that's the name. That's the name of the robot. Oh, it's da, 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 da. Hal, Hal, no. yeah. Hal, Hal. Yeah. I just kept thinking Dave, and I was like, "That's the guy's name." Because <laughs> the yeah. line's like, "I can't let you do that, Dave," and that's all that just had stuck in my head. Yeah, it, it's uh, it almost sounds like that, but I also like the voice because he's a, a character on its own, uh, on his own. Yeah, he's not just like a ship. Yeah. He's our ship. <laughs> he's his own ship. He don't need no man. Yeah. He just needs Melfina. Yeah. Otherwise, he can't navigate for some reason. What was it? They made Melfina, like the pirates made Melfina for what? Just to guide them to the Galactic Leyline? Supposedly, uh, like Melfina I, is, is like a, a clone of sorts, but also the... You can't get into the galactic ley line unless uh, you you have the Melfina. You're worth, yeah, you have you're like an ancient or something like that. Because yeah, okay. she was made from the code of the galactic line, right? That so, one did made her. Yeah. All right, and that goes to show how much attention I was paying in the last two episodes. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> when after like Melfina and Jean are like at the cemetery at the very end, I was like, wait, why 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 do you exist again? Who made you? And what did they (laughs) make you for? Yeah, that that scientist dude was like, "Yeah, I made Malfina so she could take me to the ley line, and I can get what I want, which is knowledge, apparently. Yeah, knowledge is power. And now he is data. He put on a Tron suit and he just became one with the computer. Yeah, the barrier between the wired and the the real world has finally been broken." Oh. And the scientist man has become one with the wired. <laughs> I guess. Fuck you, Horn. <laughs> oh, sorry, Nerny. That's Outlaw Star. Uh, you should watch this show if you want something to put on the background that looks cool. No, just watch it. You it doesn't should... matter why you're watching it, just watch it. <laughs> you should watch the show and then use the show itself for your, um, your AMVs. SoundCloud. Oh, use it for SoundCloud your music videos. For your uh, lo fi hip hop to uh, study and relax to and shit. <laughs> Mark. Wink, wink, Mark. <laughs> Mark's like, oh. He's going to call him out on the pod. Yeah. He used um, Shinjuku Demon City and mm-hmm. like a thing that he posted this one time, and I was like, I mean, he's not wrong. This does look cool. Yeah, but you know what looks better? Outlaw Star. <laughs> uh, or yeah. instead of watching Outlaw Star, you could join us in like two weeks or whatever. You could watch Sacred Seven, an anime that has a mic seal of approval on it. Mm. Oh, did Mike pick this one? I think so. I didn't pick it. 
I don't think you picked it. This looks like some mecha bullshit, so it's probably mine. Yeah, this does look like some mecha bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what it is about? I was going to ask. Actually, actually, this looks like there's power suits in it, too. It's like Sentai shit. Yeah, so this is probably, I'm pretty sure this is Mike. (laughs) (laughs) There's no question anymore. It's just Mike. (laughs) So, yeah, in two weeks, join us for Sacred 7 if you want. Uh, You could watch it and be like, you guys are wrong, and here's why. And then you could email us to mbtpodcast.gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash mbtpodcast. On the Instagrams, for some reason, we're at <laughs> Magical Brocast. And on the Twitters, we are also at Magical Brocast. We'll try and see you in two weeks. Say bye, everybody. Bye, bye everybody. Yeah. Bye, Dr. Nick. When the time comes, I hope they look back and send us a message to keep us on track. Since we're all afraid of going away, if you can't look back and tell us it's okay. When the time comes, I hope they look back and send us a message to keep us on track. Since we're all afraid of going away, if you can't look back and tell us it's okay. Write a star wave with a grin for me and remember what it was like to be. Grounded on earth, running through your mind Leaving the stories we all made up behind Keep towards the light and ignore the dark But if there's something more, please don't snuff my sparks My ignorance is pleasant, even though I'd like to keep it I'm prepared to make my peace go with this world and those who need it When the time comes, I hope they look back And send us a message to keep us on track Since we're all afraid of going away If you can't look back and tell us it's okay